Hi, this is Alyssa McNamara-Reed, and I will be your host for the next two hours. Allow me to introduce myself. I am a certified financial planner practitioner and an investment advisor. I am co-owner of McNamara Financial Services, Inc. in Marshfield, Massachusetts. McNamara Financial is a federally registered investment advisor, and by my definition anyway, is a true family business. We work with clients like you every day, regular people that need help making sound financial decisions or people that want one less thing to worry about. I work with clients for a fee based on assets that I manage or an hourly or flat fee for creating financial plans. I am not compensated via commissions unless I have the pleasure of helping someone with their insurance needs. There are some things worth paying for and perhaps a lifetime of financial security is one of them. I of course cannot guarantee that working with me will ensure a secure financial future. McNamara on Money has been a call-in talk radio show since 1990. I love hearing from listeners and there truly are no dumb questions. In fact, I like the simple questions because everyone should have the answer to those. Just don't call me asking for the next hot investment or which market is going to outperform this year. Number one, that's not the nature of this show. And number two, I have no idea. Any advice I give to a caller is meant to be generic in nature and should be verified with his or her own financial professionals. You will hear about a variety of topics on this show that relate to investments and personal finance. We try to cover topics that people can relate to regardless of their net worth or financial situation. And of course, we try to keep it interesting. I would crunch numbers for two hours or spreadsheet cash flows because I'm a total math nerd, but that wouldn't much make for good radio. Instead, I choose to educate people on topics surrounding big financial events in life, like marriage and divorce, kids in college, death of a loved one, career changes, and of course, retirement. I once heard that it is a smart man that knows what he doesn't know. I'm sure it was my dad that said that, and I'm also sure that it applies to women. That is why I invite guests onto my show that have expertise in different areas also related to personal finance. I feel it's important to note that the opinions of these professionals are not necessarily the opinions of McNamara Financial or any of its advisors. As long as we are on the subject of disclosure, I should note that while we may discuss investments and or markets on this show that past performance is not indicative of future results. Thanks for tuning in. And welcome to McNamara on Money. My name is Justin McNamara and I am alongside Matt Bowden and Robert Boley of John Dark Credit Union today. And we are going to be doing a show about banks and credit unions. Um, and I just wanted to start off uh, by saying that, you know, uh, I, I'm personally a member of John Dark. And although this is not uh, necessarily a commercial for John, for John Dark, McNamara Financial, we're not we're not endorsing it, but we did want to, you know, we're a we're a personal finance show. And obviously, banking is a you know a, a pretty significant part of people's financial lives, and so I did want to do this show, but you know, sort of with disclaimers, it's it's not a commercial necessarily for Jean Dark, although um, uh, Matt and Robert will certainly give you uh, the opportunity to you know to tell you know to tell the the audience why they why they may want to join, right? We, you know, you, you are free, you are free to plug, uh, all, but I do just want to be clear that McNamara Financial is not endorsing it. So, anyways, how are how are you both doing? Good, doing good, doing good. <laughs> All right, let's let's start out with some. I think some backgrounds probably appropriate. Um, Matt, we'll start with you here. Um, why don't Why don't you uh, tell us who you are and what your role is over at Jean Dark, just so we're all on the same page as far as uh, you know, as far as as far as who we are and where we're all coming from. I'm Matt Bowden. I'm a regional manager at John Dark Credit Union. What that role entails is I, you know, directly oversee half of our eight branches. Um, so, you know, their branch managers all report to me and okay. um, that's it about my role, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Robert, what about you? 
I, I have to plug Matt a little more. I don't know. I think he does a lot more than that, <laughs> at least from what I see when I'm in the branches. But <laughs> um, You're too kind. Yeah. So my uh, myself, um, I'm the assistant vice president of business services. So what that kind of boils down to is, um, you know, managing the portfolio of business uh, deposit accounts that we have for the credit union, as well as um, onboarding and taking applications for commercial loans for those business members, whether it be, you know, commercial real estate loan or, you know, small CNI loan for truck lending uh, for the business. Um, so, yeah, we basically. Okay. Just focusing on the businesses. Oh, fantastic. All right. Uh, wonderful. All right. Why don't you, you know, I think I'd like to start out with um, j- just a, you know, c- can we start out with credit union uh, versus a traditional bank? I mean, I, I know that's, um, I, I think maybe people have a, maybe a general idea of what the differences are, but I think we should probably dig into a little bit more of the details, right? So, um, so why don't we start there? I'll let, uh, I'll let you handle that one, Matt. Sure. So the major difference between the two um, banks tend to have like stock or shareholders and in some cases are even uh, publicly traded in that sense, Um, you know, where the idea is that the company is in business in order to generate a profit to be able to return or provide a return on the investment of those stockholders or uh, shareholders. Credit unions, um, like Jeanne d'Arc, are not for profit. That's not to say we don't want to make money because we do for, you know, it's just with a different goal in mind. Uh, Credit unions are able to return their profits to the members in the forms of uh, better deposit rates um, and in most cases better loan rates as well. Really, our members are our shareholders. Okay. All right. So it's like a sort of like a uh, kind of in, in our business, it's kind of like, a, I don't know if, if, if folks have heard the uh, the commercials for Vanguard, say, for example, the Vanguard investments, uh, you know, sh- sort of shareholder uh, or, or yeah, shareholder owned, I guess, is the best way to put it. OK, so, yeah, again, I, I guess now if we get to that and maybe I'm jumping ahead here, but so is. You say the goal is to make money is maybe not necessarily make money, but you would prefer to make money. I guess I'm, you know, what happens if you're if a, if a place like Jean d'Arc is profitable? Is that rolled into new branches or is it roll? You know, what what do you do with with money? I guess in the case of Jean d'Arc, is it is it primarily just handed back in the form of higher deposit rates or or, or better interest rates, or do you have other sort of strategic goals in mind? in the, uh, you know, in, in the competitive marketplace? Well, yeah, I mean, we certainly look to, you know, invest in areas where we do feel that we could make improvements to be able to better service our members, whether that's, um, a, you know, potentially a new branch in a new community or upgrades um, to an existing branch or upgrades, say, to like our contact center, you know, the folks that answer all the phone calls that members call in with. Um, I mean, we recently just had a um, core conversion project where we switched to a new vendor for, you know, the primary uh, software program we use for all account opening and um, teller transactions. So, I mean, that's certainly an investment in order to make enhances that we'll be able to 
enable us to provide better services to our members. I mean, everything we do is really with the member in mind. I, I guess I sort of on a personal level, I kind of like the idea of a credit union. Obviously, I belong to one, so that maybe not is uh, maybe not surprising. Um, is there a, you know, I was on your website poking around, and so, you know, is a credit union sort of, a, it's a membership organization, and I'm, I guess I'm curious as to why why there are limitations that, that are placed on them. Is that, is that a legal framework where, you know, I mean, I, I, looked at, I looked at your website, and essentially anyone who lives in a certain geographic area, right, it's, what is it, a couple of counties and some, and some local cities, um, you know, probably most of the folks listening, at least up here on, on WCAP, um, are, are familiar with John Dark. Uh, the South Shore folks, we, we, we simulcast on two radio, you know, two local radio stations, right? So we broadcast out of Lowell on CAP and then out of, uh, out of Marshfield on WATD. So, you know, uh, obviously the South Shore will have its own credit unions, but I guess I'm curious as to why the, the limitations exist. Is that just for, is it because it, does it flow out of the business because you're, you know, smaller and focused on, you know, and, and, and not necessarily focused on growth or is it something in the, the legal structure of it or, or is that not something that you, uh, that you are uh, privy to? Uh, yeah. So it's how we're chartered. Um, okay. So different uh, credit unions are chartered differently. So you can be federally chartered uh, credit union. We are a state chartered credit union that um, work off of a specific uh, field of membership. And as you alluded to, it's it's specific areas that we're in. Um, if you think in terms of say uh, DCU, Digital Federal Credit Union, they're federally chartered credit union. So okay. the, their branches, uh, in a lot more areas um, and they cover a lot more ground than we do. Um, I did learn of a different charter of credit union that is set and those can be set for unions. So I don't know if you've ever heard of like credit unions that start specifically for say a specific union or like a, a miners union or a plumbers union or yep firefighter the lowell firefighter credit union it's a firefighter credit union so it's set based on that specific industry for that union okay Um, that's another charter or another type of uh credit union base and they have specific guidelines that you can follow so we can i i know we can i think request to expand our field of membership I don't know what the guidelines around that are yeah. to the request, but I, I know we can request it um, to expand, uh, expand where we can go and how far we can lend as well. Yeah, I mean, I guess I was just, you know, I, I didn't, when I was uh, thinking through this, I didn't actually, um, I forgot there was that DCU is, uh, is, is a large national chain. I just, you know, when, when you, at least when you're, kind of a casual observer of the business through the media, you know, you see banks that are kind of constantly merging together. Right. I mean, I, you know, I, I don't know if you, if you all grew up in this area, but you know, we used to have uh, Bay bank and then bank of Boston and it's sort of like they, you know, they all, all get swallowed up and then yep. It, yep. It, it doesn't seem like the same forces are applying to credit unions. And I was just sort of curious as to what, um, what the reasons for that were, but, but uh, yeah, thanks for that answer. Um, sure. Is there, you know, as, as far as John dark is concerned, so it's, you know, is there something different about you than and any other local credit unions? That do you do you have? Um, is it all basically the same setup? I, I mean, I know you have, 
kind of community outreach and, and community and, and like community development stuff that goes on. Is that something that's just um, specific to you or is that, is that maybe something that all credit unions do or is there, is there something that sets, you know, Jean d'Arc apart? I mean, maybe this is the chance for the uh, kind of the Jean d'Arc commercial and, and what makes you different and feel free to, <laughs> you know, in, endorse yourselves here. Matt is what makes us different. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no. And Robert too. <laughs> no, so uh, yeah, mo- most credit, uh, uh, as you pointed out, you know, most credit unions uh, they they do tend to, you know, give back and and they're built off of kind of the same structure of you know the the member versus the the owner compared to banks. Um, I'd like to say you know the difference between Jean d'Arc and and other credit unions are the ties that we actually have in the community, um, and I think. You might have pointed it out yourself. You know, you said most listeners for WCAP know who Jean d'Arc is. It's because they're well known in Lowell. They have ties. Um, You know, it's not it's not a forceful thing that we have to do, but it, you know, it's a highly recommended um, piece of our jobs, you know, mine, Matt's, um, any officer of the credit union that we, um, we volunteer and it's, it's, it's actually suggested, you know, I've never worked anywhere else where, you know, I walked in and my boss said, Hey, uh, there's a volunteer opportunity for you to go out and help, um, you know, pack bags of food for homeless people. Um, you know, do you want to go do that? There's this organization over here. Um, you know, feel free to join in community organizations and participate, you know, as board members, advisors, just volunteering. Um, and I think that's what kind of separates us from other credit unions is that, we end up doing it. And, you know, I speak for myself, you know, you turn out liking it and it makes you a better person and in turn makes the relationship that you build with your members better as well. I did want to, you know, just, just take a, a minute to uh, mention, we are pre-recording today. Um, you know, we, we did want to have um, uh, Matt and Robert on. And so, uh, but we, we couldn't make Saturday mornings work. Uh, and so uh, we are pre-recording. If you have any questions, uh, you can shoot us an email at questions at McNamaraonmoney.com. Again, that's questions at McNamaraonmoney.com. Uh, and we will certainly uh, get uh, back to you. Okay. Um, why don't we see, you know, because we're doing the bank versus credit union thing, um, you know, I, I would, you know, obviously, I, I think there are probably pros and cons, you know, as a, uh, as a small business myself, right, we, you know, we're, we're uh, McNamara Financial Services is, a, is an independent entity, uh, you know, we have, you know, 11, uh, you know, 11 full time employees, uh, obviously, there, you know, we have issues competing in a world uh, of, you know, sort of financial mega firms, right? You know, we, we, we value our independence, as I'm sure, uh, as I'm sure you do. Uh, but there are certainly things that, you know, we, we have headwinds, um, right? You know, you know, let's, let's just use, you know, kind of compliance, right? There, there are all kinds of rules and regulations that we have to follow. And, you know, it's, it's easier for, uh, you know, for, for Merrill Lynch, who, you know, probably has thousands of employees to, you know, to find some someone to make sure they're complying with, then it is safe for us. So is there a, are there headwinds for you? Um, Obviously we'll, you know, I'm I'm sure there are advantages as well, but uh, you know, what's, what's harder for you or or what's a, what's a problem for John Dark versus maybe a big, uh, a big national bank um, that, uh, that has a lot of employees and a lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, a lot of ability to pay for stuff. A, you know, a, ATM access, ATM fees. I mean, I'm gonna ask about this stuff anyway. Um, you know, name branding. Do you do you 
you know, do you feel like you're uh, work, you know, have an uphill battle because you're not uh, a, a national brand or does this local actually support what you do and, and are trying to do? I wouldn't look at it as an uphill battle. Um, you know, the Jeanne d'Arc started in 1912, you know, and, and it, we've always been since our inception about supporting the community and, you know, the same as today as it was back then when it was uh, a bunch of folks that immigrated to the Merrimack Valley area to work in the, the mills in Lowell, pooling their resources really to be able to support one another, um, you know, with loans, et cetera. Um, I mean, the same goes today. And, and as far as the communities in which we do have a presence, I, I think our name is quite well known. Um, and really, we are able to rely quite a bit on, you know, that word of mouth um, advertising. Uh, you did mention uh, the ATM uh, network as potentially being an obstacle, Justin. And um, yes, you know, for us, it's not something where you could visit, you know, any state in the country and find a Jean d'Arc ATM. You know, that's certainly not the case. But I mean, we do have some advantages in that area as well. We're part of a, a nationwide ATM network called the SUM network. And I mean, so just a way to kind of get around not having a national presence. I mean, our members could still visit a lot of ATMs nationwide and, and be able to withdraw from or transact on their accounts without having to pay any sort of service charge. So I, I don't, I don't know. I'm having a hard time thinking of, you know, significant challenges that, um, would be posed to us by just being a you know regional outfit okay well that's good yeah, i think i think yeah i agree with matt fully I, I think it might be more on the business side which and again it, i don't think it's an uphill battle but where we are a smaller community credit union you know we don't um take on publicly traded companies um where okay. So you, you, as in, have, you don't you don't lend to them or we don't bank them or lend to them. OK. Yep. yep. So, you know, I guess you can consider that uh, something to be hindered or, or some sort of a downfall, I guess, if you want to look at it that way. Yep. I, I don't yep. really see it as a downfall. Um, I see it as we we kind of know our market and we know, you know, bigger publicly traded companies should be handled by a bigger financial institution um, that might have locations all over the U.S. Um, compared to in one specific geographical area. Um, so that is something, I guess, that, you know, bigger institutions can handle that that we don't. Yeah. Um, they might have, you know, higher ACH capabilities or whatnot, say, for that business compared to how we do for our businesses because we are smaller. We're in this community, you know, we monitor our accounts a lot more um, than say maybe a bigger bank would, but that also is a benefit because then we know the relationship we have with those business members and we understand their needs and, you know, how they run their business um, compared to, you know, bigger financial institutions or bigger banks, you, you know, you might be one of 50,000 businesses yeah. and it's just a number so when you call you're a number waiting in line you don't have 
Robert's number to call him directly and see what happened or Matt's number to call directly and, you know, hey, can you take a look at this for me? Okay. Terrific. Yeah. yeah. Two sides to it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure. Yeah, m- most, you know, you know, I'm, I'm sure there's like anything else, uh, you know, some, you know, some weaknesses are probably also strengths, which is, uh, which yep. is a good yep. uh, all right. I have, a f- I have a few other kind of nuts and bolts um, type questions. Uh, I, I was reading, um, you know, as far as uh, let's talk about FDI insurance and kind of in kind of, you know, deposit insurance in general is uh, it looks like uh, uh, credit unions are not in the FDIC program, right? The FES, what does that stand for? I know it's federal, is it depository insurance program? Um, maybe you don't even know if, okay, yeah. And, but uh, can you just tell me what, uh, you know, what, what, I know there's a similar program for credit unions. Can you just do a, you know, kind of a compare and contrast or are they essentially the same thing? Uh, yeah, most banks um, are participants in <coughs> FDIC, which is Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation and that, um, offers coverage to, you know, insure deposited balances. Um, I believe it's up to $250,000, um, which yep. we do not participate in that because we're a credit union. Um, so the National Credit Union Administration, the NCUA, they offer similar coverage um, where any member is able to deposit, you know, up to $250,000 and have that, that full amount be totally insured. Um, however, just given the fact that Jean d'Arcs is a state charter, we also have the benefit of being able to participate in the MSIC, which is the Massachusetts Share Insurance Corporation, a lot of acronyms. But <laughs> what's nice about that is it uh, beyond the 250 coverage from the NCUA, that fully guarantees any deposited amount for our members, which is a really nice benefit. Okay. So you have multiple levels of insurance and you actually go above the FDIC. Yeah. Is, is the NCUA... You know, I, I know that, you know, when, when we talk about, you know, for your information, uh, you know, we're, we're investment advisors also, and, and uh, we, m- most of our uh, assets are custody with, uh, you know, with a TD Ameritrade, right? So they have, you know, like most brokerages, they have a, you know, it's called a bank deposit suite program. So, you know, if you have money in a money market at an investment account, a lot of time that's, that's sort of swept out to a, and put on, uh, and put on deposit at a bank. And so we get to say to clients, you know, you're, you're covered by the FDIC insurance program here in your investment account now so is is ncua right and it, it feels good obviously there's you know the in fdic there's you know there's federal in the title and it's you know sort of backed up you know backed by uh, by the u.s government is ncua essentially the, sort of the same program with a different name or or is there um is it is it like an independent fund can do you know that this may be nuts and bolts i'm not sure either one of you knows the answer to that one <laughs> So I do know it's a government. I do know that the NCOA is a government agency. Okay. Um, Okay. So I would imagine, yeah, I mean, and I'm just actually reading, we have, um, by regulation, we're required to put signs on our desk. So I figured I'd have a peek at the one that's across from me here. And it does say that your savings savings is federally insured to at least $250,000 and backed by the full faith and credit of the U.S. government. Okay, yeah. So, okay, so essentially the same. Yeah, I, I guess I was just curious as to why it was, a. you know, not, not that you would know the answer to that, but, uh, you know, because it has a separate name, I was just wondering if there were actually separate 
uh, my assumption was that it wasn't and, and that the federal government wouldn't back up uh, would back up banks, but but not also credit unions. Obviously, if you you know, if, if you have bank failures, um, credit union failures are also also an issue. So, um, OK, so, yeah, but I mean, it, it, short story is um, that, you know, credit union assets are also are also backed and, and there's even additional insurance coverage um, through the uh, through the MSIC, the Massachusetts State Program Fund. OK. Uh, all right, great. We're coming up uh, on a break here pretty soon. Let's see if I can get anything uh, anything else. As far as ATMs go, you're in the SUM program. Do you have an idea of how many? Is that just essentially mostly local banks that are that are participating in that? And, and would you find one of those ATMs say at your you know if you're in Connecticut, you know, would would the assumption be that a small local bank or a credit union there is probably a participant in the SUM program? And therefore, you may be able to to take out some money without a, without a fee. Is that how generally how it works? I think that's largely the case. Yes. You know, both smaller community banks, but also you know credit unions as well tend to participate. Although I will say, I have seen some larger bank ATMs participate. It, it's just not as common. Okay. Um, but I mean, the network is national, and yeah. they have a great website too and I, I tell members all the time we we encourage our members to let us know if they're going to travel um so we can put we call it like you know a travel note or a travel exception um on their card just you know so that way they're able to use it either out of state or out of the country yeah. without any issues i mean certain like international transactions in some cases could be flagged as suspicious or fraud potential and and get blocked so you know, for that reason, we ask our members to share their travel plans with us just to ensure their cards will work smoothly. Um, and I tell members all the time, if you visit the SOM ATM website, you can type in a city and state or a zip code and it'll, you know, list all the participating ATMs in the network for you, which is pretty okay. handy. Great. Actually, we're, we're right up against a break here. So we will be right back. Hi, this is Alyssa Reed with McNamara Financial in Marshfield. Your investment strategy should largely be determined by the amount of time you have before needing the money. If you are aggressively invested, time is your friend when it comes to your portfolio recovering from this scary stock market. If you need your invested money soon, it should have been conservative to begin with. If you're not sure how your money is invested, I'd be happy to offer my opinion. 781-834-2010. All right. Uh, you know, this is a financial talk radio show. So I, I did want to, you know, we'll get into some of the, I think some of the specific services that you provide. I, I did want to spend a little bit of time on just, you know, sort of the, the, the business model of a bank. Uh, I'm not sure everyone knows exactly how banks make money. You know, they may say, you know, account service fees, uh, but I did just want to, you know, kind of get into uh, you know, banks and credit unions and, and, you know, sort of how, how the, the finances of it works. So do you want to generically talk about, I mean, and I know you, maybe this is an entrance into a, a discussion about sort of, you know, the, all of this, the different types of services uh, that you offer, but uh, can you answer sort of big picture wise, one of you, uh, how, how banks or credit unions make money? Is that too generic or do you want to get into that's a more specific example. Robert, what do you think? I, I, I don't think that's too generic. Um, you know, it, I guess the the overall view to, to keep it like in a broad level of how they make money, you know, it's it lending money out and charging the interest rates, um, you know, uh, obviously service fees, uh, overdraft fees are, are funds that come in 
Um, and then uh, the yeah. over. Sorry, good. Let me let me just yeah jump in. I mean, I guess you know one of the reasons that I asked is because uh, right. I mean, if if you. Uh, if you, if you you know sort of watch old movies right there's you know the, the bank takes in deposits and then they and then they lend it out uh right and, and you you know everyone we all have our uh, our savings and checking accounts and maybe we earn whatever the percentage is now i know it's 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 not very uh high now and we'll talk about that maybe i think in in uh in the future here a bit but um you know so you're paying out oh uh, you know let's say a half percent and then you are also lending money out at whatever the percentage is, right? We'll call that 5%. And then essentially you're making money on, on that spread. And I, and I guess when I, when I started, you know, ever since all mortgages started being packaged and sold, I guess I kind of had this question of, oh, well, you know, what are the banks doing now, right? I mean, if, you know, I, I know that a lot of us go to local banks for our mortgages, uh, maybe not all of us, but you know, if, if the, if my bank, if I go to John Dark and then they sell my mortgage away, well, is, is that the revenue source? Are you, or is it, or, or, you know, how does, how is it working that way? So I guess I'm, I'm just curious because I feel like a lot of lending in this country probably flows through, you know, residential mortgages. And if that's all packaged and sold, then I'm, then I'm just asking, are, are you just making money on car loans? Is, are there that many loans or are there other different service fees? I guess is, I guess my question is, is that business changing or, or evolving over the past, you know, 10, 15, 20 years? I'm all over the place here. Is that an okay question? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I think it remained relatively the same. So yeah, I know we do sell off, um, some of our mortgage loans still, um, but we do have an in-house portfolio as well that we maintain. Um, as far as our commercial lending, well, we don't really sell them off. Um, okay. We keep all of our commercial loans in-house. We do participate with other institutions, so other credit unions and other banks um, on, say, a bigger deal if somebody's trying to purchase a huge property and, you know, one bank or credit union doesn't want to take all the risk, um, you know, we'll all chip in, I guess you can say, and participate yeah. on a loan and, and earn a small amount of funding that way. Um, and then, yeah, back to, you know, car loans, personal loans, um, home equity loans. Uh, yeah, we, we definitely offer those features as well, where, as you said, you know, there's an interest rate tied to it. And, you know, typically the interest rate is based on the level of risk um, that we associated uh, to lending to the member yep. at that specific time, whether it be they had a lower credit score or their income wasn't as good. But we still said, hey, you're part of our credit union, you're part of our community. Um, we're going to help you out. All right. Yeah. And I guess and you, if you don't know this, you know, a specific answer and, and you want to take a ballpark shot at it, you know, what would you say the breakdown of, say, business loans versus personal loans will we'll exclude, uh, you know, we'll exclude mortgages that are packaged and sold is, you know, is most of your portfolio on the business side? I mean, I'm just thinking about, you know, if you're, if you're going to John Dark to get a personal loan, it's probably not 
you know, it's probably not a, a $500,000 loan, right? I mean, a lot of those are relatively small, a car, you know, car loans the same way. And so I'm just wondering what the, you know, what, what the breakdown of a local bank, a local credit union is, is it, is it like, you know, 85% in a, in kind of a business type portfolio and, and a very small amount and in personal, or is that not something that you um, have your sort of fingers on? Matt, do you know that? So I don't know this. Oh. I don't know the specific figure. I don't yeah. know Matt do, but I know our portfolio is a lot heavier on our residential mortgage side. Oh, really? um, Yep. And our our consumer lending compared to the business and commercial lending. I'd say that's probably at least 80 to 20 or 75, 25 ratio. Oh, really? And and those are loans that you would keep in-house, right? So not, not being sold off? Yep. So we we keep a portfolio of loans at the credit union as well. Yep. yep. All right. And I'm, I'm, I'm just curious, do, do you, you know, is, are those specific, I mean, are those jumbo loans that aren't that, you know, that aren't easily securitized? Is there a reason I, I you know, I'm just, and again, I'm not a, I'm not a watcher of the banks or sort of in related industries, but I don't spend a lot of time following the banking industry. So, you know, pardon me if these questions are a little naive, but um, is it calm? Is it, is it most of those loans that are that are not easily securitized and sold off, or is it just, or do you just want to hold a certain number of them? You know, I know that you know, I know that sort of the big national, you know, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, they have all their requirements, and you know, if you follow all those requirements, then it's sort of easily, you know, it's easy to securitize and sell off a loan to an investor. Are the loans you're holding do they just not fit that, or are you, or is it more that you're opting to hold on to a certain number of them? Is that something that you can answer? So that's a great question, and I I don't know the answer. Yeah, is that above your pay grade? Yeah, it, it is a hundred percent. Yes, I, I don't have my hands in on the yeah, or or what we're keeping in the portfolio. I, I'm sure they have some algorithm or yeah. some rhyme or reason to you know which loans they're they're keeping in house and which ones you know they're selling off. Um, but Matt, do you have any guesses at that above one? My pay grade. I'm really not sure either. Robert and I are kind of at the same level. We're both assistant vice president. <laughs> yeah. And, and we go, we do go to meetings where that information um, is shared, but we don't really look at yeah. it like on a day-to-day basis. It's not, it's not terribly important anyways, for, for the, for the listener, I was, it was just more to satisfy uh, my own uh, curiosity anyway. Um, <laughs> all right. Let me, let's spend, I think a little bit of time. I'm just, we have plenty of time here. Um, let's spend a little bit of time on what you offer, I think for services, right? So um, I know that obviously you're, you know, you're off, you know, if, if someone walks in, they're a member of your credit union, you know, they have maybe their savings in their checking account. Uh, and, you know, if, if they want a loan, um, they certainly can do that, but do you want to just run through um each of the potential services uh, that you have, or is that something you could do off the top of your head? Or do you want me to go, go through a list here and say, you know, do you offer this? Do you offer that? Or, or you know, what, what's the best way to handle that? I think I'd like to have people get an idea of, of kind of what your, what John Dark and other local banks are, are, are doing for them. No. We could do it either. I mean, we, we do have quite a few account types and services available. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. What, what What's your preference, Justin? Yeah, I'll, I'll, <laughs> you can well, certainly ask us if you want. Okay. I mean, so, um, you know, mortgages, I assume you're doing, you're, you're fairly heavy into mortgages and home equity loans, right? You know, that's, these are all pretty standard. Um, 
personal loans. That's essentially just a, you know what's a, an unsecured you know a, an unsecured loan to one of your members. Are there you know are, are there limits on on that uh, type of loan, or is that something that you know you you handle on a case by case basis? Fifteen thousand. We do. Max, I okay. believe on a personal loan. Okay. I'm, I'm, yeah, I was going to say too. Go ahead, man. <laughs> oh yeah. So I, just w within kind of the the realm of personal loans, we do have um, several types that we offer. And I know for just like the regular unsecured, you know, the member could be using it for many things as far as uh, consolidating debt, or maybe they want to take a vacation or something. Um, those the limit is fifteen thousand, but um, we do have other types of unsecured personal loans, um, such as we participate in the Mass Save program, where uh, members can borrow. I, I think that's up to twenty five thousand. Um, Correct to do some sort of like to make a um, an energy efficiency improvement on their home. What they can do is you know they can apply through the Mass Save website um, they have to be a massachusetts resident and basically they can have uh you know if they want to upgrade their like heating system or their uh, air conditioner you know anywhere down the list as far as the kind of the big ticket home items um you know they can have a contractor come out and give them a a quote and they can use that information to apply for the loan with us and they can borrow those funds at zero percent which is awesome it's a great program. Uh, really good. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then things like credit cards, you know, I mean, that's unsecured revolving. Um, but, you know, for people just to have as, you know, in case of emergency or, you know, some people use a credit card when they're just starting out trying to build their credit. But, I mean, we offer, you know, several different types of credit cards as well. And then personal lines of credit where there's no um, plastic, but you know, they could certainly have that line available to transfer into their checking account or, or take an advance if they needed it for really any purpose. Okay. And just, just on the mass. So on the mass save program uh, is, is a, is the state picking up the, uh, the interest and in, in paying you? Is that how, is that how that program works? I mean, obviously there you're being, that's a subsidized program. If there's a 0% uh, interest rate to that, is that, is that how it works? The state pays it or is it just a, I don't know. I, don't know. I know we get some sort of um, payment from the state. I, I just don't know if it's like a preset yeah. you know, rate at which they do that. Uh, I'm not 100% sure, but you know, right. we do receive something <laughs> from Mass. Okay. Um, yeah, and I guess I um, on the on credit cards. So you do offer credit cards as well. Now, are you the lender on the credit card, or is it? Do you just work with a with a? You know, obviously you're using. I think, but you know, I think mine's a mine's a visa. Um, so you're the actual lender of the money in that program, or are you just? You know, are, is it is it just something where you, uh, where you're just like an intermediary? Robert, you know that one. So it's in house. We underwrite it, and it's oh nice. It's through us and then visa it like you're correct is i, I think that's the new cards too right uh, yeah we did just, i just get a new one i think it's yeah, yeah I you think should have just got a new one from <laughs> the system upgrades um so okay. I, I believe it's still a visa as okay well. all right cool um do you do student loans as well 
Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> we, we partner with a company called Student Choice. Okay. Um, where the application and, you know, closing is done through their um, online portal. But okay. we actually fund the loans. Okay. So it's kind of an indirect thing, but yes. Okay. So you do do them, but yeah, you're, you're working with, uh, with other, yeah, I mean, I, I would, I would assume if you're, if you're in this many businesses and you're not a, a you know, a huge company, I, am, I would assume that you would have to be partnering with folks like Visa and other, other people to, to, to kind of facilitate the, all the services that you need to provide to compete. Um, <coughs> do you do, uh, are you in the insurance business or is that just something that you, I mean, I know, is that something that you offer through, uh, through third parties to, Two folks. I think I've, yeah. Is that right, Robert? Yeah, I think I think uh, on the con- consumer side, right, Matt. You guys, we. Uh, I can't recall from when I was back in the branch, but you might be able to speak to it better than I. Yeah, there not, are a not... few products. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. So they're they're not um, services that we in the like the branch staff actually. Um, What's the word? I mean, those are done through a third party as well. Uh, I mean, we have okay. relationships with CUNA Mutual and, and True Stage Insurance through which we can offer to our members at um, preferred rates, uh, life insurance products, uh, AD&D, um, general disability and, and life on our consumer loans specifically, kind of like a payment protection um, but those aside, the, the credit union itself does not offer insurance products. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, I assumed it was again, another type of association. Okay. And what about, um, what about retirement plans, you know, in, investments, stuff like that? Is that something that you, uh, that you do as well? I mean, obviously I, I'm, I'm sure you do, you know, I bank IRAs, but what about other types of investments? Are, Are you my competition? <laughs> No, we, we, I would we, say no. <laughs> so we have steps, but we don't have a big portfolio. Okay. Of so step accounts. Are, are you, sorry, go ahead. Are you sort of fully out of, is, are all of the, you know, retirement planning stuff, is that all done, you know, just with, you know, through the bank, you know, uh, money markets and, or, or CDs, or do you actually offer investments like mutual funds, uh, ETFs? Okay. So you don't even have a brokerage, you know, relationship with anybody. Okay. Nope. nope. It's all just in-house money market deposits. Okay. All right. I was only kidding about, about being my competition. That would, that would have been fine to answer yes to that. Um, um, anyways. Uh, okay. How much time? All right. Uh, again, if you have any questions, anyone out there, um, you can give shoot us an email. It's questions uh, at McNamara on money.com. Again, that's questions at McNamara on money.com. All right. Why don't we go into uh, Robert? I assume it's probably mostly you. Let's, let's talk about business services. This isn't something that I'm, kind of overly familiar with, I guess, you know, we're a, we're a small business, but we're mostly a, mostly a service business and we, and, and we've never taken out a, a loan. Um, so, you know, obviously we have business checking and savings and all that good stuff and check cashing, but um, why don't we, why don't you tell me a little bit about who your client is uh, on, on the business side and, and sort of who you're lending to and why? Yeah. Yeah. So um, we're kind of we're kind of wide across the spectrum. Um, you know, I'd say our niche in the market is 
um, kind of blue collar businesses, you know, businesses such as yourself that, um, you know, might not need lending or they might need minor lending, but, you know, checking savings, we're helping them out. Um, you know, we, we try to partner with some community organizations um, in the Lowell, you know, Lawrence, Methuen, Westford, kind of Nashua area, um, whether that be, you know, Entrepreneurship Center in downtown Lowell or most of the community investments in Lawrence or Chambers, um, you know, the different chambers. Um, but we, we try to partner with organizations when they have startup businesses um, where okay. be able to send the startup business to say, uh, score represent mentors or whatnot to build a business plan and projections and get them prepared for lending. Um, Cause you know, not every business um, or person jumping into a business um, has the liquid cash to say, you know, fund the whole business upfront for a year. Um, yeah. but, you know, some businesses do need upfront lending and, you know, they might only have enough to put say 20% down to get the business started. Um and there's other businesses that we help that, you know, we just manage everything ourselves. You know, they come to us and they say, you know, maybe such as yourself, hey, I'm starting a financial business. You know, I'm the advisor. I really don't need much funding. I just need a checking and savings. And, you know, um, I, I need to a debit card and make sure maybe I have a line of credit for my business account that if I go negative, it pulls from there. Um, okay. We also have established businesses that, you know, have been in business for years and um, yeah, they need a, I guess you can consider it a higher tiered checking and savings that has, you know, higher limit capabilities or able to deposit more checks, um, you know, remotely via remote deposit capture. Um, and maybe those businesses get to the point where they're saying, hey, I need to buy new equipment for my business or I want to buy the building that my restaurant's in that I've been in for 10 years now. And I want to own the building rather than paying rent. Um, and we work with them to, you know, make that purchase. OK, yeah, I guess I guess my, you know, again, being. Uh, mostly a consumer of kind of national financial news, right? When, when I think of, okay, well, you know, this, uh, you know, big publicly traded corporation is going to, you know, they're going to build a, you know, uh, Tesla is going to build a giant factor, right? I sort of under, understand that. So are you just doing that on a, on a much smaller scale? Is it mostly residential, you know, businesses around here? Are you, are you, you know, uh, you know, buying, you know, helping them buy capital, uh, capital equipment? Is there kind of a, a thing that you're doing most often? Is it more, more real estate than, um, you know, than, than equipment stuff or how, how does that work? What's your breakdown of, of kind of that, of that lending? Yeah. So in the business side of it for lending, I'd say right now, we're probably back to that 80, 20, maybe 85, 15% where it's uh, commercial real estate, um, that we, we lend to and that we sell, uh, it is a heavy piece of our portfolio, yeah. whether it be, you know, three, four unit, um, investment properties or, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40 unit investment properties with commercial space downstairs has probably 80, 85% of our business portfolio. Um, the other 15% is a breakdown of, 
I'd say, uh, you know, commercial vehicle loans, commercial equipment, um, you know, commercial lines of credit uh, for the business. Um, you know, we are smaller, so we're kind of more reserved with our lines of credit for our businesses. Um, but that also goes back to that point where, you know, we get to understand our business and know our business member. So when we approve them for a line of credit, um, you know, we know what their business is about. We know their seasons, that they're busy. You know, we know maybe what their account receivables are. Um, and, you know, we understand the business need. Okay. All right. Great. Uh, let's see what else I have on my list here. Uh, I don't think I think that covers most of my business questions. Um, is there anything else that, that you do that, that I didn't cover? I know we cut, you know, uh, loans, credit cards, retirement, uh, insurance, and business services. I don't th- I think that's about it. Does that sound right? I guess I could check your website. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let me just, uh, I'll so add one. yeah, go ahead. If we have the time, I'll add one. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. We, we started, I want to say about a year ago, offering a, um, I think the, like the industry term is a prize linked savings, but some will call it a lottery account. And basically you, you have to be a Massachusetts resident, but it's a, a savings. We call it a Winstrong account. That's just the John Dark terminology for it. And, um, by encouraging our members to save if they, you know, make deposits of certain increments. I, I want to say if they do, it's every increment of $25 capped at four per month. Um, each of those $25 deposits would constitute an entry into a raffle. And then basically what we do is on a monthly basis, uh, every member that has that type of account and, and made qualifying deposits would get an entry and we would draw five names to each win $50. And, you know, we would credit um, 50 to each of those members' balances. And then on a quarterly basis, we pick two $500 winners um, in addition to the monthly winners. And then once per year, we will have a single $5,000 prize. So it's a, a really a nice way to get um, to encourage our members to save because, you know, potentially they could win a nice big financial prize. Oh, fantastic. Uh, you know, it, I'm sorry, I, I may have missed the beginning. Was, is that a, uh, is that sort of a, a state program that's, you know, to, to work on? Is that, is that you saying, you know, people should be, uh, you know, we, we'd like to bank more people or is that something that's, uh, that, that came out of some legislation that's sort of working on more people getting, being, I, I know that being banked, right. I, I mean, I know that we're uh, in this country, we have some folks who, uh, who, you know, kind of like the unbanked or underbanked. That's something that I hear relatively frequently. Is that a, is, is this trying to address that specifically? Or is this just something that you I came up with so. as, a, as a member perk? Oh, no, no, no. It, it certainly wasn't. Um, I mean, it, it's a state program in which okay. we are now a participant, but I know it's it's a something that um, Governor Baker had, you know, signed into law uh, a handful of years ago, really just to encourage people to save with kind of the carrot being it pays to save. And you, you potentially, in addition to your interests, could yeah. really win a nice for doing so. Okay. Do you have, can you briefly, um, are you also, in, it, it seems like you're also encouraging uh, smaller accounts or kids. I, I know you have kind of a variable interest rate program. I, I know this, I'm 
by uh, from experience, I have two. Uh, I should I should have three. Uh, I have two accounts for for two of my three kids, uh, <laughs> and the interest rate. <laughs> we'll get to that third one. Sorry, Rosie. Um, we'll we'll uh, you know do you, so the interest rate is uh, is it variable sort of based on the size of the account? It seems like you're trying to incentivize folks to save in that way as well. Is that correct? Is that, do I have that right? So we have a, uh, I'm going to answer in two parts. We are kind of like staple flagship savings account that we offer, um, which we call, you know, uh, either a statement savings um, for, you know, non, for adults, I guess, for non-minors. And then we call it an M3 savings for, um, you know, youth account holders. Okay. We've had a a deal in place with that particular account for, you know, as long as I've worked here, where the first $500 um, in that account earns kind of like a a promo or or higher interest rate than the remainder of the balance. So for any account holder that has a balance under and up to $500, those funds would earn an annual percentage yield of 5%, 5 5.00% APY. Um, And then, you know, anything beyond that, they still get the the 5% on the first $500, but the rest of the account earn, you know, the going rate. So it's it's a nice program geared toward helping people start out with their savings. And most of the time that, you know, is going to be a lot of younger members, people opening their very first savings account, or some folks even doing so for newborns. Um, but you had mentioned where, just to speak to where you had mentioned like the tiered rate, we also do offer a money market savings, which is tiered so that the, the greater your balance, the greater your earnings are. There are different levels. I think you have to open it with a minimum of, of $1,000, but when you hit 10,000, 25,000, 50,000, and then a hundred thousand, the rate actually jumps up, um, you know, when, when your balance exceeds each of, the, each of those thresholds. So, you know, okay. if you put aside a larger balance, then you have the ability to save, or I'm sorry, earn a little bit more than a yeah. smaller balance. I mean, you know, I'm actually going to cut you off there. We're up against a break here, but uh, we will be right back. Sure.